Hello. Jesus Christ. Hello. 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 Hello and welcome. Welcome. This is a uh, a Poboys podcast exclusive. This is going to be uh, a Big Brother wrap-up show. My lovely wife and I are fans of the television show Big Brother. And due to all the COVID madness this year, it seems like it's going to be some of the only good TV on. So... I feel like it's a good year to maybe do a wrap-up, and maybe we could get some other people hooked on the show. What do you think? I think it's the only thing on television right now, actually. It's pretty bad. Because I don't think they're recording anything else, are they? No, I don't think so, man. And that's the thing. is with Big Brother. They had to jump through fucking hoops this year to make it happen. So already, like, I can tell, like, they've bent over backwards to make it happen. And so I'm sure they're going to do everything they can to make it a good season, just because they all eyes are on them at this point. Do you hear that? Okay, just making sure it wasn't just me. There's all kinds of noises. You just have to ignore them. I know that's tough with the ADD and all, but that's the beauty of this. I thought maybe I was having a stroke or something. No, no strokes. It's just uh, an electrical current. (laughs) Well, without further ado, uh, I'm I'm Jody B, and this is my lovely wife. Would you like to introduce yourself, madam? Sure. I'm Mrs. Jody B. Mrs. Jody B works. So, how long have you been watching Big Brother? Like Since the very first season. Okay. I am that old. Or that young. Since season 22. Did they used to do more than one a year? They Well, I think they said this year was the 20th year. Because okay. they, I think there was a couple of times, like, during maybe, like, an actor strike. Right. I know at least one time that happened. And so, they did two, I think, that year. Okay. But I don't remember the other reason they did the second one. But then they've also done Celebrity Big Brother. Right. There's been, I know, two of those. I've only watched one season of that. And then they did another season that was, like, just on the internet. Right. And we didn't watch that either. Well, they have it in all different countries. They mm-hmm. did them also um, this past year. I think they did a wintertime one this year or last year. They did one. So it's it's a show that's definitely been prominent. And, I mean, I didn't really get into it till I met you. And, uh, you know, you introduced me. And that, that season happened to be good. There's been a few here and there. But, you know, it's I enjoy the... The aspect of people losing their minds about halfway through the season. Like, it's all fun and games until people start crying, like, on a daily basis. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people cry. Like, who was that season? We we were watching season eight the other day. Mm -hmm. And Amber was on there, and she cried 24-7. Yeah. That would get old so quick. Like... You have to experience some kind of clinical depression, like being isolated from people that you know. But also, like, people that for better or worse, like hate you in some situations, you're locked in a house with people. (laughs) But you, I mean, the way I look at it is a majority of those people that go into the house are very extroverted anyway. Like when you watch in the intro tapes, you know, of them getting selected, like they're all really outgoing personalities for the most part. That is true. Like, why would you choose to go into a house with a bunch of strangers if you weren't, You know, if you didn't have the personality to make friends quickly. That's actually a really good point. Like, I wonder how many people apply for Big Brother. Because it's probably thousands, if not tens, hundreds of thousands of people apply to be on Big Brother. And they pick them. So, it's like, there has to be some people that, you know, want to be on Big Brother, but really don't fall into the category of able to do it. (laughs) Right. I think people probably discount the fact that there's... Like, you don't have any kind of outside stimulation at all. Mm-hmm. You don't get to leave. There's no phones. There's no newspapers. There's no TV. You have a lot of time on your hands. You can't sing songs. Cannot sing songs. That would be a big fucking problem. I wonder if you could sing your own songs. Like, make them up? Yeah. Probably not to the tune of other songs, like parody. What if you just drop a fresh beat in the Big Brother house? <laughs> Maybe they should have a recording studio in there and actually... Well, they probably take your music, and then they'd be like, "This is property of Big Brother." That's it. You're under contract for, right? I don't know, man. Like that to me would be one of the hardest things, and I mean, that's really what it boils down to: is you're just relying on your social skills for months. My hardest thing would be not cussing. I mean, like I know people do cuss in there, but yeah, you know how I talk, right? So you would not be safe for TV, motherfucker. Like just, (laughs) and they'd be bleeping me all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I've always I've said that too. Like in the seasons I've watched, um, if you curse a lot, you don't get a lot of TV time. And I said I would be that guy that you would never even know I'm on the show because I curse so much. You'd like, be naked and cursing, just naked and cursing. And yeah, <laughs> so I think he's still on. He wasn't a kicked off, but 
I never see them. You're flying under the radar. (laughs) Well, that's the funny thing, too. Like, it appeals to the voyeur aspect of, I think, most people's brains. If you have that thing where you like to creep on folks, like, you can watch live feeds of the show 24-7. Like, the cameras are always on, except for when they're doing important shit. So, that's always been kind of the allure of the show is snooping, basically, on a bunch of strangers in a house. And eventually, shit gets wild. So, it always gets wild. <laughs> well, most of the time it gets wild. I'm trying to think. I don't know. This season, I think, is going to be really awesome. There's so many awesome players on there. I'm super excited Janelle's back. Yeah. I've always really, really liked Janelle. She She's beautiful, of course, but she's really smart. Yes. And she she's an awesome player. I hope she goes really far or somebody's going to take her out pretty much off the bat like no i I think we obviously just watched the first episode so we have no idea who's nominated yet we know that cody's won the hoh and he did really well in the obstacle course i think it's hysterical that people are so much older than they were the first go rounds a majority of people anyway and you know our bodies don't move as quick well just for for uh show's sake for people that might hear this and aren't familiar with the show or would like to get... I want to try to hook people, so let's get run, do a rundown of the characters, if you don't mind. We watched uh, the first episode this week, which was the the first time ever, or just in a long time, that they've actually done a live entrance into the house. Now, I think it's the first time ever they've done it. Mm-hmm. Because normally, they get everybody... You know, How many people is it? This It's, it's 16, 16 people. people. Yep. Like, I want to say, maybe it wasn't that many... It's always begin- 16. It always- Typically, it's eight men and eight women. Okay. And so they get them and they put them in the house or whatever for like two weeks. And so they record all that footage and they build their storylines. Right. You know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then they start doing like the vetoes and the the evictions, I guess. They probably start competitions pretty early. Right. Like immediately, I would think. Like a day in, they get to sleep. And but then if the next you're not going to evict somebody for two weeks. Right. So I don't know how that works. They're, they're going to evict people next week. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if they just cut out a week of that little lull time where they get to build up their storylines or what. But so uh, with this season, obviously, there was no live crowd. Julie Chen was there looking like an 85-year-old lady with her fucking dresses. I don't know. I don't know who her wardrobe person <laughs> is, but every single year I talk about how horrible her wardrobe is. Yep. Oh, excuse me. It's a... Uh, it's, Julie Chen Moon Moon Moonvos Moonves. or something Shock Shock something You better put some respect on her husband's um, name. I really like me some Julie Chen. Have since the beginning, right? So, oh, Chenbot has gone through some transitions through the fucking the show because after twenty years, I mean, shit. That's what know. they showed at the beginning. You saw that, right? <laughs> yeah. That's like why I remembered it was the twentieth. Yeah, because the since we've been watching a lot of the older stuff, mm-hmm. I went back to the first season because I remember the first season pretty well, and things were done completely different. If it's the one I'm thinking of, because you keep keep telling me there's like two first seasons, but I don't believe that's accurate. I don't know. I I just look. Um on the internets or I look it up to watch it and then there'll be like weird things. I know that there's some stuff. I remember the first season of the show. I do. And uh, I remember there were some things that were different, like with the have nots, which are the people that, you know, get penalized for the week. Uh, instead of slop, which has become the staple, they would get peanut butter and jelly. Right. Like that was the original thing. And I was like, well, that's not so bad. And, well, and they had to step that up. <laughs> if I remember correctly, America voted people out. It was. It was it's exactly okay. what it was. The first season, at least, people were actually voting in like American Idol mm-hmm. to get people kicked out. But I mean, and I remember some of the characters on there. But anyway, let's talk about who's on yeah, okay. the All Stars. So for the All Star edition, which, like I said, I think it's a good plan. That it seems a lot of these people have had decent experiences with Big Brother, with the exception of a few that I think got sprinkled in because there were some COVID dropouts. We'll get to that in a minute. But uh, first up, the first round of four women that were brought in were uh, Nicole F., who was a previous winner, season 18. She's the blonde Nicole. Blonde Nicole. uh, She used to wear glasses, and now she doesn't. From Wisconsin? From Wisconsin. Hella Wisconsin, yes. So Nicole F., uh, she married a season contestant. Oddly enough, his name was Victor. So she's a member of the Met No, their they're spouse. not married. I, they're, oh, they're no, getting they're getting married. married. They're mm-hmm. getting married, yeah. So this is another thing that's going to become a pattern is a lot of these fucking contestants end up marrying each other. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, though. Nicole F. cries a lot. Uh, very emotional. And uh, from what I've read, it's already started.
started. <laughs> she's been in the house for three fucking days. I- I've heard on the live feeds, yeah, that she's <laughs> cried quite a bit. Okay, so Nicole F first. The second entrant was Danielle Donato. Uh, she has another last name, but I didn't write it down. So that's Evil Dick's daughter. Uh, she got second place in the season with Dick. She got eliminated a second time in another all-star. Well, I don't know if it was an all-star season, but it was a recurring cast season. She came back and uh, she got booted about halfway through the season. So she didn't even make it to jury house. Um, what can I say? The first, her first go around, she weighed about a buck Oh five. And now she's put on some weight. She looks healthy. At least she's married. She has a kid now. So I, you know, she's married to a, con- a former contestant as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's, I think I put it in here. Mary, yeah, yeah. So there's another one that's uh-huh. two now with two married different. former contestants. Right? She seemed to be a popular player. Like uh, when I've I've seen her the second time around. Like we started watching her first season, but the second time I think she did pretty well. Like she won competitions. She just got caught up and kicked out. Right. Right. So third uh, is Devon, Davon, Mama Day. Um, my she personal said favorite. She's no longer Mama Day. She's not Mama Day. She's just Davon. Um, I think Davon is an interesting player because in both of her seasons that she's been in now, uh, she's picked up on the shit. Right. The, she's very smart. She's very smart. And I think that's her problem. She even said it as she goes too hard. Like once she figures out what's going on, she starts telling everybody and then it kind of is bitter in the ass. So Mama Day, uh, I, I want to go far in this game, but as it turns out, guys, this is no secret. With Big Brother, normally when they put people of color in the house, they don't typically last very long. Um, and I don't know what that is about. <laughs> it might be tribalism. Maybe white people suck. I don't fucking know. But it's pathetic because there's not enough people of color in the house to begin with. No, it's and if usually you only one put of each. one person of color in the house, that is just shameful. Well, the thing is, is this year they've actually done pretty well. Um, you know, we'll get into it after a while, but there's two two black women, one black guy, and a. Uh, Do you think that Middle if we Eastern weren't in the fella? middle, like everybody being in Black Lives Matter, would they have gotten you know put as many people of color in the house? Better question. Do you think it's going to change anybody trying to put them up for eviction? Because I'm saying we. Ooh, that's a good one. I've watched enough of the show now. That I know better. So, do you think that it's going to affect people, like, not wanting to get the bad look for uh, nominating the black folks? (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. I know. We'll see. It might be a spoiler. I might have a note already. I always hold out for the minorities. Yeah. I mean, we root for kind of like the underdogs in a sense, and I hope that someone of color makes it. To the end, I mean, and wins would be awesome well, see, because and it's sad how people just get kicked out. When I say people of color, I'm obviously, I mean the black folks because there's uh, a couple other, uh, Enzo, he's a Latino fella, I think. Well, I, but I'm Jersey, saying normally Italian. it's a white person that wins. It is, yeah, very, very I mean, very often. I'm saying anybody <laughs> that is not white is a people of color, in my opinion. So right. what other ethnic groups there well, are? Well, then there's gay people. That's always a staple. And yeah. there's a gay uh, Latin. Latin? What is Kevin? He might be Latin. I don't know. He's brown. I don't know. I just want somebody other than just a straight up white person to win. <laughs> I think that's everybody else too. And so. there's, there's probably, well, there's probably some out there that we're not accounting for. No. So. Because we don't know all 22 winners right now. Before, who, who's next? The fourth lady in the first group, uh, Christmas, who was a fan favorite. She got third place in her season. And, uh, also married now with a kid. She broke her foot. I don't know if, if people remember, but I'm sure they show a highlight. She was getting a piggyback ride from one of the other contestants who slipped. And uh, the replay is awful. Just from the Josh, sound. wasn't it? I think it was Josh. Yeah. And uh, they fell and she snapped her, her oh, ankle. Disgusting. She spent, what, two and a half months On in that the house? Wheelchair in, thing. In like a wheelchair crutch. Yeah. The, the knee thing. I think it helped her out in the long run because not only was she like an America's favorite player, she also got pity from everybody else because she couldn't do the competitions. Side note, when I broke my ankle, I didn't get one of those wheelchair thingies like the... Well, that was back in 1970. Shut your mouth. (laughs) Wrong for that. They weren't. They didn't have wheels back then. Yeah, that was back in Oxford. On a wheel stool. It's pretty smart. Anywho. Okay, well, Christmas. She's there. She's... um. She's jacked. I think that was the word I wrote here to describe her. She's like a fitness yoga lady. Uh, she's very muscly. Like you even said it. She's tatted up and muscly. Yeah. She looks like a biker or maybe uh, a cage fighter. Maybe a cage fighter. She has a very sh- like prominent jaw. 
Yeah. The point is, I wouldn't want to fight her or have sex with her. I feel like I would be a losing battle either way. <laughs> I think she would outperform most most people in general. That's it. She's got good cardio, at least. Yes, she does. I mean, and she's... I don't have anything against her. I mean, she's just... It's easy to hate a person with an eight-pack. That's all I'm trying I, to say. I'm not hating on her. I mean, I can't relate to her, to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be a point in my life where I'm going to have her physique. I know it's probably possible, people would say, but it's not going to happen. Well, you can relate to her on your broke-ass ankle. That's a Yeah, point. that's what we, we got. <laughs> yeah, sure, we've got that. <laughs> okay, so the first round of ladies come in. Um, the first competition... Which, uh, before we even get to that, they wore masks on the platform, which was kind of cute. why? Because they sat there and talked about having numerous COVID tests, and all of them have gotten cleared. Julie Chen had gotten cleared. Right. So, and they were standing 12 feet apart. She was a solid 15 feet away. She said straight up 12 feet apart, (laughs) because I rewatched it the other day, because I just kept going, these masks, they make no sense. Yeah. As soon as you walk away... They rip the mask off, and so they're all, you know, in the clear whatever. They're whatever she called it, bubble, big brother bubble. Well, what's worse is they kept asking them questions and trying to get them to respond with masks on. And I think anybody can attest to that. If you've had to wear a mask lately, you know how much of a pain in the ass it is to try to talk to somebody through that fucking thing. So <laughs> it was it was just an interesting little thing that, okay, they're going to make these assholes wear masks. They've been in quarantine for the last two weeks. So there was Christmas, Brittany F., no, Nicole. Nicole. Oh, Christmas, Nicole, Danny. Christmas, Nicole, Danny, and uh, Devon. Okay. Right. So then who's our next four people? Well, so <laughs> I didn't know if you wanted to go down the list or did you want to do the way they come in? Because that's, you know, they were doing the entrance into the house for the HOH competition on the way in. What What do you feel like talking about? Um, let's see. I wrote down notes here. Mass. I said uh, Christmas had titty glitter. That's just something I noticed. And uh, they played a game that... They've played before. It's like a giant wooden, uh, not a crossword puzzle, but like a maze. You know those like plastic mazes you get from old school like Happy Meals or like Easter toys and it's got like the little plastic shallow thing and it's got that tiny little ball in it and you have to move it around and get it into the... Yes. Through the maze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's one of those, like a but pocket on maze. jumbo size. It's huge. And so the girls, what you had to do was you run out to the backyard, uh, find your question, says locate this item in the house, and then come back and put the ball in whichever spot. And uh, they would take the first two people. In that contest, Christmas was the only one, I believe, that got her uh, her shot. So Yes, she was the only one. They had four minutes. Mm-hmm. So Christmas, it looks hard, man. Like I can't tell hard. if the fucking thing is really heavy or like you said, if it's just I think it's, it's really just light. Like hairpin moves yeah. like literally like just the very skosh you move it, then the ball goes really far, right? You know, and, and then they kept falling off and all that kind of stuff. It's a huge thing. Like it's like five feet long, like a piece of plywood with shit on it. So I can't imagine it's easy to control. So yeah, bless their hearts, man. The fucking balls were going everywhere. So they had a living room. So Christmas was the only one that got there. So she was the only one out of those four people that are able or is going to be able to compete for the HOH, the head of household. Right. So that's Christmas goes on the second bunch, all men, um, we have Tyler first. He was a second place finisher. Also got America's favorite in his. He's uh, the surfer dude. Surfer guy. He wore beanies a lot. He's got like a jerry curl almost. I don't almost. remember him wearing beanies. I just remember his long, curly, blonde hair. Right. And he played dumb. Like that yeah. was his gimmick. He played dumb surfer guy who was also a lifeguard. But he actually made it and got, uh, I think, what did he get? Second place. So he got the $50,000 prize. Okay. Right? So Something. Right. Uh, he also is a member of the Married a House Guest Committee. He married a, f- uh, a co- co-star? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot they were like a co-attendant. No, they met in the house. They met in the house. Um, Angela. And they're married. I don't know if they have kids yet, but that was his gimmick. He played dumb server guy. He made friends with everybody, and he managed to, to hang in there to right. the end. So that's good. Uh, second man in the house is Ian. Ian, winner previous of, winner. Winner of season 14. Total nerd. Got the half million dollars. He was, um, <laughs> he actually did really well in his season. He won HOH four times, DeVito twice, 
and he's very smart, like a, a detail-oriented person. So in the end, he turned out to be a real fucking problem, which is why he won the game, I think. Well, and he, um, I'm trying to remember. I mean, he was a really good player. I'm going to look up and see how old he was when he was on the first season, because it's been a while. He was young. Think Revenge um, of the Nerds. Like, yeah, he's okay, just a nerdy so guy. Little he, Rick Moranis-looking dude. Let's see how. See, he was born in 91, so he's twenty one or 29 now. But when he was, he was on Big Brother 14, which was in 2012. Yeah. So, yeah, I told you he was really young when he was on Big Brother. He was only 21 then when he was on it the first time. So he just, around. yeah. So that's yeah. pretty young. I mean, they've had, have they had teenagers? They definitely had like 19, yeah. right? Um, well, there was one chick on there, I think one of the past seasons or something that had, oh, was it? was Danielle actually on her season. She didn't want people to know she wasn't 21 yet. Right. But I think because there's usually alcohol involved. Yeah. They want people to be 21. They want to be fucking around. <laughs> Can't be Man. getting felony charges That's on right. national television. That's, the That's truth. not a good look. <laughs> okay. So after Ian, we had Kevin, who's uh, the gay guy. I mentioned him previously. He got a third place in his season. I think he was one of the first seasons that I watched with you. First or second season. He went pretty far. And uh, he actually is the person who evicted Danielle in his season, right. which is kind of what got him in trouble later because it was uh, an out of the move. Wait. No. No, no, no. No, that was someone else. He evicted Jeff of the Jeff and Jordan. Yes, of Jeff and Jordan, who are now married. They're married and also like a super big brother couple. So, yeah, he he basically shot John F. Kennedy is what happened. (laughs) So his thing is he's married now to a fella. And uh, his plan is if they win the game, they want to adopt a child. Maybe somebody will just give him a baby since he said it on TV. Just have an extra one laying around. I mean, you never know. <laughs> he I've seems like a, a baby nice before. guy. <laughs> <laughs> he followed that up with uh, his alter ego, Miss Anita Vito. I'm curious if he brought the costume. Like, why mention it on the promo if you're not? You need bring to the slow costume. the name down. Anita Vito. You get it right. Yeah, I wrote it down. He needs a veto. Oh, I got it. <laughs> okay. He's crafty. As in veto competitions. I got Just it. Just making sure everyone else got it. Because <laughs> it's very clever, and I love a good, clever name. It's unbelievable. Um, it's, a veto is a way that you save yourself in the game, by the way, if we didn't explain that. So, yes. I need a veto. Is him saying, like, oh, hey, I don't, don't want to go home. It's an incredible name. But he dressed up like a woman. It was nice. He put in tits and put on a skirt and a big wig. And he No, was he like, did not have a skirt on, sir. He had leggings on. That's what it was. And butt implants. I have a feeling that Anita Vito is going to make an appearance in the Big Brother I house. hope so. It was a sweet house, too. Can we talk about that for one Man, second? Yeah, the house is incredible. They did a Dixie Cup wall for the staircase, which I thought was pretty sweet. Uh-huh. There's like airbrush. The, the like HOH a suite is nice. It's up in there. It's a lot of color. It's a lot of color. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's amazing, though. They did redesign a few things. Like, we noticed the kitchen bar was different. Now it's like an island, as opposed to, I don't know if that's better for camera angles or... Well, and they also said, you know how every year they have the backyard, and then they transform the backyard into the area or whatever, like, for the competitions? I think she said that this is like a separate area. And see, that's how it was on one of the Celebrity Big Brothers. It was like the backyard was kind of split in half. Like lengthwise. Right. So they would walk out to like a patio-ish kind of thing. And there was like a hot tub. and then, But there wasn't like the big backyard open all the time. But so. that makes sense. They can just kind of keep something in production being set up. Yeah. That has to be weird. Like they go inside and the backyard just gets transformed into whatever the play thing is for the day. But yeah, there's AstroTurf and a pool and they got to cover all it's that crazy. shit crazy. Yeah. But there's probably just a ton of motherfuckers. And... Speaking of which, I read about how the cast is supposed to operate. They're going to be on like shifts, like the way the bubble the operates. Crew? The crew is going to be on like, I think, long, like day on, day off shifts or something mm-hmm. like that. And then they get to go home, but they can't come back for two weeks. And it's going to be like this big hole to do with the production to try to keep everything safe and make sure everybody's Why wouldn't tested. everybody just stay there? It's only three months. That's a long fucking time for <laughs> I'm your just family. Saying- you're getting paid. Yeah, but, it's your job. But they're not getting paid that much. Camera guys? I'm just saying. Like, Would you do it for it's, $12 it's an a, hour? It's a major studio. It is. There's got to be somewhere that they could make some kind of like apartment-ish thing. I don't know. How many people do they have on their crew? I don't know. It's probably. They got to get groceries at some point. Somebody's got to bring something in. Are they cleaning all the grocery bags off? Maybe. 
I'm just saying. They're spraying it with Lysol, like, on the way in. Like, I feel like, whatever, we don't need to get into this. We can, no, we can definitely get into it. This is our show. We can talk whatever we want. No, let's go ahead and move on to, like, the people in the house. So, after Kevin, uh, the fourth member of the dude crew is Enzo, the Meow Meow. He was in the first season I watched. He was a member of uh, a very prominent group of dudes who made it to the end. But uh, he got third place in the end. So, no money for Enzo. He has uh, two kids now since he has his auntie living in his basement and his mom lives upstairs in his three-story he house. He said his aunt cuts his back hair. Yes. And his mom cooks his food. Grenade. Okay. Meow, meow. He was a, a crowd favorite for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think um, he definitely does well in the personality department. Again, like I said, the extroverts, right? Like right. the outgoing personality. Oh, he's he's not shy, but nope. he's he's also not an asshole. So I think right. that actually helps a lot with the game to have that. I think it was a lot like Paul. with. It's a lot of self-confidence mm-hmm. without being a bully. He's like a dad now, though. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing. So I think it's going to help in a lot. And way. he said he's in the most physically fit right. condition he's, he's been dude, in in years. He, he looks like cut. a monster. Yeah. yeah, he looks like he's <laughs> ready to rumble. Right. Yeah. So uh, that happens. Uh, Ian... The former winner and Kevin, the gay guy. Both All right. Get there. Meow, meow. Kevin. No. Ian and Kevin. Ian and Kevin. Ian's the nerd. Kevin's the gay guy. Yeah, I know. Plus meow, meow. And then the other dude. No, I'm saying they did the HOH competition. Oh, after. I'm sorry. I didn't listen. No, it's okay. You're saying they won the this stuff to get into the competition. <laughs> Those two fellows got to go on. Ian, the nerd guy. And Kevin, the gay guy. Kevin, the gay guy. Go with Christmas now to the HOH competition. Gotcha. So there. So the second group of ladies, um, first and foremost, Janelle. Janelle is amazing. Powerhouse. Yep. Big, blonde, bodacious. I saw her picture earlier. She had her red bottoms on. She was chilling in her costume that she's nice. wearing right now. And she was just boss level. I mean, she's she's doing well. She she has a husband, a kid's. A kid's. <laughs> she, I think she said she has three kids. Three, three, three kids. She's married, not to anyone on uh, Big Brother, but she is. Mm-hmm. She has like a real estate company that's really successful. Is she from Texas? I think. Mm. I don't know. It's. She looks very Texas. She's like fucking. She looks like she's built for Texas. Yeah. I don't know where <laughs> she lives now, but I could see that. She. I mean, she. She's awesome. She's so smart. Yeah. You know, she's a competition beast. Um, this is her third appearance. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, or third or fourth. Third it might be least. the fourth. I think it's What's the fourth. Oh, God damn. She was in one of the early seasons. Oh, yeah. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. What? I mean, earlier, I guess. Was she was with the Dr. Will season? Yes, because she got Dr. Will kicked out or like voted him out. Oh. Yeah. Um, but he won a season. Yeah? Yes, he won a season. That's what I'm saying. She's been in. I she's see. Been in, I think, three. Let me see. She's had the most wins in a season. Um, okay, so she's been in... Dude. Yeah, this is her fourth Big Brother. She's been in the final three twice. She's been in Big Brother 6, Big Brother All-Stars, Big Brother 14, Big Brother 22 All-Stars. So that other season, the All-Stars, you said that that had Janelle was in that one, too. Yes. But she... Uh, and she's also been on The Amazing Race, Janelle. Nice. She gets a, She's a good personality, man. And she's a, a beast in the competition department. So she's going to be definitely a, a, a number one seed. In the I really, program. really hope she makes it to the end. I really, really like Janelle. She deserves to win. How are you going to get third place twice? Bless her heart. <laughs> That's fucking heartbreaking. <laughs> it's just horrible. <laughs> oh, shit. Poor Janelle. All right. Who's next? <sighs> next, we have Bailey. Bailey is uh, the other. Dude, Bailey's an afterthought. I already what? know who that is. She, where did she come from? She was. She married. She married a house guest. Swaggy yeah. See, but it, I'm glad that again. There's a person in there of color, but like, <laughs> she. How is she considered an all star? She. She did kind of seem like an asshole. She's pretty. She was. She's, really she's a pretty salty. black chick for real. Yeah, and she's beautiful. I think that she. She's easy on the eyes, but obviously she's already having an issue. Like in the first episode, she when everybody finally meets up, she is full of smoke. Like she's fucking not. I just everybody felt else it was is very happy. unnecessary. She said these people. <laughs> Julie Chen asked her a fucking question and she froze up. She did a hair flip and she looked around and she said, well, how do you feel about your competitors? And she was just like, I guess if I can deal with my husband who in the show was pretty overbearing, like that was his whole thing. How come he wasn't seat. on there? That's a good question. Why did they choose her and not him? I don't know. 
So, uh, yeah, I think she might have been a COVID addition at the end of the day. And that's nothing against her. I don't understand what her significance would have been. And I'm pretty sure she was just on standby. So Bailey's there. And hopefully she can get her shit together because obviously she is a lady of color. Out of 336 people. Yeah. How did she make it on the list is all I'm saying. I don't know. I wonder how many people that they looked up. Did they call people one by one? Or were they like... Okay, let's go ahead and get our list and then just see. Did they take volunteers? Hmm. Maybe they went back and looked. Because there's a few people that I thought were on the list that I saw a few weeks ago. And then all of a sudden, you know, there's a few other people. So we can get into that, you know, at the end of it. But, yeah, I think there's definitely a few you're going to notice that were kind of just thrown in at the last <laughs> minute. And it is what it is, man. They're there, and I hope they do okay. But the point is they're going to have to get their shit together because there's some big personalities in the house right. this season. She'll, I think she'll be a very easy target to take out. Right, like, especially if she's being an beginning. asshole. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It'll be something very, you know, a person that will be like, oh, the house wants her out or, or whatever. But, okay, let's go ahead and go to the next person. Okay, so the next person is Nicole A., Who's the other Nicole? Uh, With the red hair. I guess. Glasses. Uh-huh. And uh, she was a special ed teacher, I think Yeah, they now said. she does a podcast. She does podcasts. Um, she was was quite, I think, uh, timid in the first go around, but she did make it pretty far in the show. I think she made it to third place. Third place. Yeah. That's, there, uh, this season is a lot of either winners, second place, third place. Like, they have specifically gotten those people, which is why you can tell the other people got thrown in because it's like you didn't do much. Right. <laughs> I don't know why you're here next to people that got at least third place. Right. <sighs> she seems like she could do well. Um, I think her personality has opened up a lot since mm-hmm. her, her yeah, show. Yeah, she said she's definitely a lot more confident. Right. So that's with most of these people being married and having kids now, like – you know, I think she's one of the only single she's people. She's the only single right. person. <laughs> and it sucks, but I guess it is what it is. She doesn't have she's to really cool worry about it. shit. Yeah, she'll, she'll do okay, I think. And then Keisha. Now, I don't know much about Keisha. I don't remember Keisha. It says she got third place, and she was also America's favorite in her season. She was from an early season. She looks familiar, but nothing really just jumps out at me. Even they said that she was... Uh, something happened at her birthday party or something like that. She got into it with somebody and, oh, it's with the, the muscular guy, babe, the one that's been on the other shows. Um, he's like super built. The wrestler guy? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember his fucking name. I'm pretty sure that's who was on the, the clip when they showed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joey Abs or some shit. No, what was his? I can't think of his name. Mr. Abtastic. It'll come to me in a minute. That's how you're going to blur it out when you get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So they do the competition, same thing, run around, find the thing, do the big maze with the ball, and uh, Nicole is the only one that goes from that bunch. Then Nicole with the red hair. Nicole with red hair and glasses. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which sucks, because you figure, like I said, all the other girls, they would have got it ironed out. Um, Janelle didn't have a good showing on that one, so that no. sucks. <laughs> it's, it's It's been a couple of years, though. So one thing that I will point out now that we've mentioned both of the lady groups, this is something that came up in the conversation. Um, did you happen to notice that the ladies had to put the ball in the living room, which was Yeah, the- I was going to talk about how the, the difficulty was, I felt like, very biased. Okay. <laughs> so the first group of, was it both of the women, groups yeah. of women? They had to do the living room because I fast forwarded through a lot of those. Yeah. yeah. And then the dudes was in the first room on the left or something. It was in the middle. Well, it was on the side. Just a little to the side, but it was middle of the board, a little I bit. I wouldn't to even the left classify right. that as middle. I think it was the second room yeah. from the beginning uh, on the, well, I guess on the right side. The point is um, the ladies' table, the, the target was. A solid two feet deeper in that maze to where they had to get their ball. So there's people complaining about that uh, online. Because so only two women made it to the yeah. HOH We're just saying that it's bullshit that exactly. you know, they made it easier for the guys exactly. versus the chicks because also the thing's all heavy or whatever. And they were, you know, having yes. a hard time with it. So that is something that came up. I just don't see why they didn't do it the same for all of them. That yeah. makes no sense. I, I, I 100% agree. I mean, it's just like, why? There was another ball on the other side of the table. They could have done the right one. Or how left. about they do a different room for every group if you're going to do that? There was enough rooms on the board. What's the point of even having it in a room maze like that? Just have a damn maze. 
That's a good point. <laughs> there was like seven spots on the table that they didn't use. Versus somebody the- was being a little extra on that one. <laughs> no, guys, let's just put it. Let's design a re- the whole house on the board. Yeah, it's fine. We're only going to use two spots, though. So out of the, the second bunch. Two of spots ladies, out of the whole yeah, board. Out of the second bunch, only one of the ladies moves on. So the se- second and final group of men, we have Kesar who apparently was from a very early uh, season of the show. Mm-hmm. He's the uh, he's the Muslim gentleman. He prays a lot. He's a practicing Muslim. So I really like him. Yeah, I, he seems to have been on the show a lot, from what I understand, like three or four times even. Like uh, I don't remember that. Maybe not three. You know what? Uh, when they were talking about it, I he think got it's, voted he's, off and he's then been he in the back. house like three times. That's what they were saying. Because he's, he's done oh, an all-star are you episode. this one? No. So it's like he was on the show. Either got kicked off and then back in on that season? Yes, that's it. Correct. Okay. Then he was on an all-star season already, an early okay. one, and this is his second all-star gotcha, appearance. Gotcha, gotcha. Right. But he's been around since like season six or some shit, so that, that's kind of mm-hmm. his deal. He's an old school. That was funny. He said that in his interview. He was like, my first appearance on Big Brother was like 15 years ago. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was 20-something, and now he's like a grown-ass man. Yes. With a child and a yeah. wife. I don't think he married the people from the show, though, so that's no. nice. So the second one from the men group is Cody. Um, I think he looks like John Travolta, like young Travolta with his chin and his fucking Kinda. eyeballs. Kind of. Cody catches a lot of shit because Cody got second place to Derek, the police officer. Who won that season. Who won that season. And apparently he gets kind of shit on as I being. I think a police officer would win <laughs> nowadays. Yeah. No disrespect. Just saying. It would be on his exit. So it'd be like. Listen, Derek, I hate to be the one to to vote you out, but I'm going to vote to defund the police. That's right. That's right. God only knows. That's right. (laughs) No. So uh, it's already happened where a couple people have kind of casually shit on him a little, like uh, in the house, I think, like behind his back about how he he wins competition. Well, he'll win a competition, but he thinks he's doing shit when he ain't really doing shit. He's doing what he's told. Oh. Is the implication. Right. Gotcha. Okay. So Cody's there. Um He's he's Jersey trash, and he's he's a little older now, but I mean he's still just this fucking goomba. Uh, young, I think he's a lovable dude. Yeah, you know? he's cool. <laughs> he's no, like a I'm puppy. saying he's just like he just wants to be people's friends and hang out, and he's very physically fit, and he's young, and good, so he can do got it. good teeth on him. Yes, he's very pretty. Right. I mean, and I don't have anything against him, and I don't think like I I don't think he's as dumb as what people are maybe thinking no. or like. Because when he has conversations in the diary rooms, he's able to have conversations. And you know there's been people on there that you can – they're as dumb as a box of rocks. Right. Well, I think that's the implication is he's Italian. He's from New Jersey. And he he gets into his Guido shit a lot when but he's doing his public his stuff. Meow Meow Dude is super Guido, but he's yeah. just from Florida, I think. They're going to be a deadly combination together. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's going to be so much Jersey. Okay. So after Cody, there's Memphis. Now, Memphis, um, from what I understand, also was a second-place winner. He's an old man now, it seems. Um, he was on this season with um, Homegirl that we don't remember. Homegirl Keisha. Oh, okay. He was they on were on season. the same season. Like, And if I understand, understand correctly, it was Memphis, Dan, and her all in like a oh. threesome, and then they turned against her. So the deal is... Um, she was third place, and he got a seven to zero vote against Dan Giesling, right? Who also is another like legend in the Big Brother folklore. Mm-hmm. Um, he's won, I think, one and a half times now, right? Something like that. I don't know, but I'm surprised Dan didn't come back. Yeah, I think he was on the list, so I don't know. There's a few people. We got some stuff to talk about at the end of this that I, I read while I was taking a dump before this. Oh Jesus! Oh, it was good. Um, so yeah, Memphis. What was their thing? It was like the Renegades or some shit. Like, he's one of those dudes that is also kind of the same boat as Cody. Like, he got somebody really far in the game and at the end, like, didn't have a chance of winning at the end of the day. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I believe I spaced out for a second. That's okay. I believe. I was just thinking about. It's Memphis. I don't know much well, about him except what, his. One of the names of the people was the Brigade and then the other one was something else. No, no, no. So, it's the, the last two. So, Cody. And Derek were the hitmen. Yeah. Memphis and Dan were like the renegades or some shit like that. No, like, it was the brigade, I think. No, the brigade was uh, meow, meow. Enzo's group. Gotcha. The big group. 
Sorry, I shouldn't know this stuff. I'm just useless. <laughs> You're not useless at all. You're doing great. You're so doing great. Thanks, babe. Those guys show up. Cody and Memphis actually uh, complete the maze challenge, and they move on. So it's Cody, Memphis, uh, Nicole. With the red hair. With the red hair and glasses. Ian and Kevin and Christmas. Right. For the HOH competition. So Memphis starts it out on the stepping on those mushroom stool kind of pieces. Hey, wait a second. Just side note, the other uh, COVID edition, he's a black dude named David. He was the first person evicted in his season, and he was literally uh, out. He didn't even get to go into the house. But I really liked him. He was a cool guy for Mm -hmm. all the 10 minutes that he was in the house. I hope. I hope. Whoever we'll discuss, I probably already said Cody won HOH, but nevertheless, uh, I hope he, I hope he doesn't put him up because that's what happened with the last time. Yeah, I don't remember who put him up. It wasn't Cody, but he didn't make it into the house. Right, he got like the his. It was this camp theme they had, yeah. and he had to um, nominate four people that would be like evicted from camp. Is that what it was? Yeah, I thought he didn't complete Because me and Tucker just watched this oh, episode the other day. fuck. Yeah, I thought it was... it was just from last season. Okay. It was the one with that big-ass squirrel on there, and it came and acted like it scooped up people in the bag. Yeah, it was in the dark. That was It was, uh-huh. like this, it was a hard a, fucking challenge hard. on the first find, fucking uh, go-in. Camp BB, and it was like they went into like tunnels and did this thing where it was like a big old thing of honey, and then there was like a big old pancake thing in another right, room. Right, in the dark. Yeah, and dude ended up like... Basically, tarred and feathered, like he had honey all of him, and he goes, "Honey and feathers don't mix." Like it was a hot mess, and he never made it in the house. Well, that's certain. Maybe he did make it into the house. No, he they made it. He made it into the house, but he didn't make it through. I think the first night. Okay, well that's it. He was evicted yeah. in his first episode. Well, was but he's in now. Right. He's in now. I think he's a fill in. I think so too, because maybe they felt sorry for him. There's a few people that I think fell out. Like I said, I saw James. The uh, maybe CBS had to get their minorities up. Maybe. Well, James is Asian. James is gone, but he's from South Carolina. But I'm saying though. the two basic fill-in people, David and then um, Bailey. Bailey. Yeah. They're from. Like he's from last season. I don't remember what season she's from. Maybe a couple of seasons ago. Yeah, like two or three. Mm-hmm. So out of all them, it's actually funny because so they announce all the dudes. They all do their competition. Then everybody goes into the house and she releases them in four at a time. Like the groups that came in, she loses control for a moment because it's live. Like that's one thing that is funny about this is like I said, there was no schmoozing. They haven't. They didn't even know who was going to be in the house until this moment. So, yeah, there's a few times where she starts yelling at everybody. She's, how's guests? But the first, last person sit down gets evicted. Like, she's she's completely lost control, and they're fucking running around and squawking like chickens. It's crazy. So that was pretty funny. And then um, they reveal, like we were talking about throughout, the seven of them are married now. Three of them had divorces, and uh, six of them are parents. So that really kind of levels a piece of the playing field with Big Brother as a tradition. What I've noticed is there is the sexual tension, the showmance, if you will, aspect of the game. I think that pretty much neutralizes that for this season, right? Well, what I think is cool is that normally, yes, there's the sexual aspect, sex sells, but that also has a storyline around it, Mm -hmm. right? There's always going to be like ups and downs and, you know, people like, have a reason to pit themselves against you, you know, yeah, and stuff well, like that. Well, it puts a target on you, man. Well, but see, what is so cool about this season is a majority of these players are very experienced players who've been in the house more than once. Right. And so they really know how to play the game. The game, you know what I mean? Like, they don't have to deal with any bullshit, basically. Like, they know how to do their social stuff and all that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm just curious to see, like, if people are going to go, like, Balls deep. No, you know I'm, what I'm saying from it's the a jump? good point, man. Because like you said, th- there's not really going to be that bullshit. Because that's what it turns into at the end of the day. It's bullshit. Like, it like would- say if Cody puts up Janelle and like Mama Day, mm-hmm. and Janelle gets kicked out, there's no longer I would think a target on his back in a sense because he got rid of one of the strongest players. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, or is he going to take kind of the easy ro- way out? And going to maybe nominate, say, what did you say that girl's name was again? The one that I said was kind of a fill-in. David and... Bailey. Bailey. David mm-hmm. and Bailey. Like, 
I already know who he nominated, so we're going to talk about that. I think the point is to this is if we try to do this after the evictions, then we can actually know like what the next nominations are going to be before okay. Sunday. So that'll be fun. And then we can kind of go along. We won't know who gets I thought the... you said we were just doing it up until the point we knew. I could have been looking ahead. What? You already know who got nominated. Yeah. You're not supposed to peek if that's what we're doing on this show. Well, this is going to be like for next week. See, you listen to it between now and then. And then you watch the show. And then we'll have another wrap-up. Seems kind of late. Big Brother moves like this. Right. Well, that's not we're not doing a show for every piece of it. We'll just do like a weekly thing. So, And this one's long because we're getting through all the stuff. I think after this, it'll be a little bit shorter. Um, Let me see. So you're saying do a show after someone gets nominated? We'll do a show after evictions. I'm sorry, after evictions. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess that makes it a little more sense. It just so happens I know what's happening right now because it's up already. That's the only thing. Because you looked ahead. It's trying to get people interested. It's something to talk about. Fuck you. But you're... We don't... I, okay. We haven't even watched who got nominated. I don't know. Right. Well, I'm going to tell you. And so then we're going to talk me. about it. Well, not yet. We have... So, HOH competition happens from there. Star Stepping is the, the name of the comp. Star on one platform. You walk across... Um, very, it's like walking on bar stools, basically. But the problem is, is some of them bar stools uh, literally are on like a needle point, and if you step on them, they're spring like walking on a bobblehead. So it's nothing stable to it at all. And uh, one of the first people that goes up is Memphis, the older cat. He takes like three steps and hits a wobbly and almost falls over, and then attempts it again, makes it three steps further, and legit, like, trips and almost bangs his goddamn face on one of the stools. Plus, it's hard. Yeah, everybody saw it. Like, they got worried for a moment, and I thought about Christmas. Oh, breaking her ankle again. Dude, she she had surgery. Oh, like, yeah. that wasn't like a sprain. <laughs> the bitch's ankle snapped like a twig. I just was wondering if she was wearing high tops. That'd have been fucked up. <laughs> She'd have been in, like, flats. So it took Memphis, <laughs> like, a minute 22 yeah, it took him a moment. Or something along those lines. It was like, what, 35 little stools? Maybe not maybe. even that many. And but he kept falling off because he kept hitting the wobbly. Yeah. And then he was down, and then he'd run back. But he was the first one, so he had to set the time, right? Minute and a half, I think it you said was. It was like minute 20 or something along those lines. Minute 20. And then Christmas goes, and right? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Cody goes next. Cody goes And second. just smoked him. 22 seconds. 22.06 seconds. Yeah. Well... Kind of the rest is history. Yeah, everybody, nobody came close. Nobody came close. Because that's the deal. Once well, you, you set know, the time, he did pretty good. But then he did fall off at the end, and then it was like, yeah, yeah. Unless you were making it the first round, right. the first go, because Cody did fall off one time, but then he flew through it. So it was one of those things. Um, once Cody set the time, everybody pretty much just ran out of time. That's right. it is what it is. Cody's the first hoh now. So that's uh-huh. that's fun. Kevin's outfit looked like cotton candy. I had that note. I think he had on uh, Incredible Hulk green and purple. It's just like Easter green shorts and a bubblegum purple shirt. I thought that was funny. Yes. He's going to have the best wardrobe out of, of everybody there. <laughs> so Nicole with the, uh, this is just a fun thing that I watched. Nicole with the glasses, the redhead, when she went you to You know, go they up. both have glasses, right? No, the other one doesn't wear them anymore. She wears contacts. She used to wear glasses. Okay. In her intro, she had them on. I'm just putting it out there. I thought she didn't. Maybe I'm wrong. That's why I keep saying the blonde and the redhead. Okay. Blonde and redhead, not Michigan. Nicole. Uh, when she went to walk onto the platform, she almost tripped. Uh-huh. I saw it, that. Yeah, She's was, like rail thin, too. She looks like she would snap in half. She looks clumsy. And that's what was kind of funny. She was just like, well, here we go. And fucking <laughs> kind of almost ate shit on Bless the step. <laughs> uh <laughs> So let's see here. Uh, as they lost, actually, they had to pick up envelopes. Uh, Christmas won five thousand uh-huh. dollars, which was nice. Memphis, Ian, Kevin, and Nicole, the other four people, they got to be the have-nots for the first week. Now, have-nots is a special privilege in the Big Brother house. It means that you have to eat nothing but slop, which it looks like oatmeal, but I'm sure there's something else to it. I don't know. Everyone says it does not taste like oatmeal because everyone thinks it looks like oatmeal, but I don't know what's. I don't in know. There. Does it really come in paint cans or is that just for aesthetic? I think it comes. Well, I think it's already wet when they get it. Yeah. I don't even think it, it's it comes dry. in paint cans. Like that's if that's the way well, they might like market it. Five gallon buckets, I think, is what it normally comes in. That's even worse. 
Maybe they I mean, I could bucket. be wrong. I wonder just like if somebody made it up or if it is an actual substance for some purpose. Yeah, it's probably for prison. Like if I had just to guess. Like who was like who stumbled upon this stuff and was like, yo, I know somebody that needs this. Let's replace the PB&J. Yeah. And let's give them this substance that in all the years <clears throat> that they've been doing it, nobody's really like narrowed down what is in slop. Right. But it's basically it's like scrapple. It's a food protein substance that will keep you alive. But basically for a week, that's all you get to eat. You can have it. You can cook it any way you want. You can put condiments, right? I think you get that. Yeah, you get condiments. So condiments and slop. So that sucks right out of the gate. No foods. Um, they have to take cold showers. And they get to stay in the have-not room, which is usually pretty uncomfortable. It seemed a little cushy. Like in the episode, they actually had a malfunction. They, Julie Chen was like, hey, you motherfuckers, you got to go upstairs to your have-not room. And they were going to make them crawl through like a, a hole to get into their little boiler room fucking setup. And the door was jammed. So that was pretty funny watching them. You know, it's live. So that was definitely a They said it up. was still locked. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I wonder who got in trouble for that one. Oh, somebody got fired. It's fine. No, they're not getting fired. They can't be replacing people during COVID. That's a good point. This is the best season to start having like little mistakes. Because like, what do you want me to do, Frank? I what fucking try. <laughs> Get somebody else tested for COVID like twenty times. It looked kind of gross. Like as a boiler room, there was shit all over the place, like rusty looking shit. But at the end of the day, they had a cot, which is better. Like I said, there was one. Well, thing. Well, and it was upstairs this year. Yeah, normally and normally it's, it's downstairs. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because the house seems like, from what we've seen, just limited amounts of it. Like, upstairs, they have a bigger, like, hallway area, you know, for them to kind of congregate and overlook. Whereas they normally don't have that. They just kind of have, like, a a chess area. Just like a chair or two. Yeah, and so that's cool that they have that Mm kind of suspended area on both sides. The camera angles, there's more cameras, I think, this year, There's 94 cameras. Yeah. So a lot more angles. But yet on the live feeds, there's only two. <laughs> <laughs> it's like four. Whatever, dude. No. It's it's two of the same angle. Whatever. It, that's so dumb. You have all these cameras and you only have two. They got to protect their investments, man. It's Whatever. too early. They don't want you to man, see the secret doors. Back in the day, doors. you used to be able to choose out of a bunch of different cameras. Yeah. Yeah. They don't let you choose anymore unless maybe you do if you're on your computer or something. We've just done it on the TV. So it could be different. You just hang out in the one lounge room and just wait for people to show up like an asshole. I'm not like I. Oh, are you saying on the show? Yeah, I'm saying if you got to pick your own camera, what you just pick like the downstairs in between the bathroom no, and kitchen room. No, it's like they would give you like 10 or 12 to. To like choose from, okay, but I'm saying better. like as a viewer. Yeah. yeah. Do you be just watching people sleep? That's probably why they changed it so people weren't creeping. Well, it's funny to me because <laughs> a lot of people will tell you they'll go inside of like whatever room there they have in the morning, yeah. and they'll have their own little like conversation with the camera because they're thinking that their person can watch them. And um, unless you know which camera's on the live feed, that's true too. You're just over there preaching for nothing. People telling, do that, like, pouring your heart out. I think be, like, you going. Baby, I miss you so much. And, like, I don't even know. Every single day you're in there. Just all the cameras are laughing at you because they know it's not on. Yeah. They're, the one dude the just, light's not even on, man. It's basically a two-way mirror, like in one of those interrogation rooms. That's where the people are with the cameras. You can see them move on some occasions, you know, when I'm sure when they're Oh, yeah, I'm stuff. sure. So, yeah, you're just standing there just giggling at this asshole that's crying three feet in front of your face. <laughs> I think it's weird that, like, the have-not room isn't more uncomfortable. Because we were talking about that. One of the seasons I saw, they had airplane seats. That was probably the worst one. Or they had one where they was there was, like, military cots or something along those lines. Um, there was, like, no padding at all in the the bedding. You know, it was just, like, a cot. I'm but just the, saying. The like, airplane seats was, the I think, the worst one I've seen. They definitely cushed it up a little bit this season. they're older, baby. <laughs> I mean, you can't have us old folks right, right. like sleeping on, you know. A you done cot. fucked up my sciatica. I gotta no, go see I mean, a doctor. You can't do a competition. I'm yeah. just saying. My back is hurting. Fuck y'all. I mean, like it's already hard enough to get people in the house because of COVID. Yeah. Maybe that was part of the problem. Maybe because people, because of COVID, they they were like not wanting to come into the house. Oh. That could be it, right? Who was not wanting to come? In I'm the saying house? like. Some of the people that I thought would have been that are like natural all stars in my mind, right? Oh yeah, there's definitely like Dan, people that didn't Dr. want to Will, go. Dr. Will, Boogie, 
you know, some oh, of those. We have notes about Boogie. Don't you worry. Is it like strung out or something now? It's <laughs> we'll probably get, something bad. We'll get the mic Boogie. You know, like um, James, the dude from Tennessee. Mm-hmm. There's so many people, like Frank. Uh, oh, yeah. Curly. There's just so many people that I'm like, those are all stars. Those are the people that come straight to my mind. And then I guess so it throws me off when there are players like David and um, you got it. Bailey. Bailey. <laughs> Um, on there because it's like, how did you make it to the list? How did you make it to the top 50? Yeah. Maybe she's a sleeper. I don't know. But her first impression, she was not thrilled, I think, to be in the she, house. She appeared very salty. Well, it's live. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Did somebody fucking whisper something to her? Or has somebody in that group said something publicly that I don't know about that she just Maybe seemed... we need to Google that. I don't know. Why is Bailey so salty? She was upset. She was visibly upset. Yes. <laughs> Bless her heart. Uh, let's see here. So, yeah, the only other note I had here was there's a thing called the safety suite this year, which apparently uh, gets offered up. I don't know really the details about it. I'm assuming that it keeps you safe from elimination. I think it said two people. It would keep two people safe, I think, yeah. from elimination. I do know that now, but I didn't know that that was like if there's any other thing involved with it because I know who got it, I guess, and who their plus Way one is. Way to go. Yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. You don't worry about it. We're going to talk about that right now, as a matter of fact. You're just so. going to ruin everything. Yes. Why? It comes on tomorrow. Okay, uh, just do it. We'll probably fine. miss the flipping episode anyway. Yeah, probably. The live one anyway. Well. Because <laughs> you can't get it right. <laughs> okay, so let me let me just give you a few things that have happened All here right, we can discuss. All right, spill the beans. So after the HOH competition, Cody won, right? Right. Cody talked to Janelle. Yes. Cody and Janelle have a deal. Okay. They're ride or die. Okay. Cody's also made some deals with other people. Imagine that. Yeah. So. Are you kidding me? Backstage <laughs> already in day one. The plan with Janelle, which might be a good plan, is listen, I know you're going to probably hang out with all the chicks. I'm going to hang out with all the guys. Let's get all the scuttlebutt, and then we'll talk about it, and we'll figure out what's going on. It's me and you against the, the house right now. Right. So, Okay. Probably not a good idea because if she makes it that far, she probably will. She'll get third place again. <laughs> I don't know. So uh, let's see. Cody revealed he planned on nominating Kesar and Keisha, but Nicole F. To a minority. No, Keisha's not a minority. Yeah, Keisha's white. Very white. Yes. I know it's confusing. <laughs> uh, Nicole F., who is the Wisconsin Nicole. Stated that she liked Keisha and pushed for Janelle to be nominated. Uh, Kesar won the safety suite and chose Janelle as his plus one. Nice. Mm-hmm. So That's both a good, of them. good play because then hopefully, you said Kesar, right? Kesar. Kesar and Janelle, hopefully they'll team up. Mm-hmm. Because see, what Cody should have done is nominated, well... I don't know. It's tough. I it's would, the first week. Like, this one's know, always weird. That's what I'm saying. You, you either have to go balls deep mm-hmm. or you have to play it safe because so if he had nominated Janelle and Kesar, which would be like kind of the logical thing to do but then yeah. you go well shit if one of them wins veto they're coming after they're, you they're coming yeah, after that's him. your ass but they're gonna be coming <laughs> after him no matter what 100% I would have nominated Janelle and Ian like because that would have been oh, the no. two people I think Kesar and Janelle would have been the best way to go right because socially like they would dominate they're both very, very good players. And Ian is really good, but, like, he... I don't know if he does really well with, like, physical competitions. He does. He does. Yeah. Won 4-HOH competitions, and they but were endurance comps. They were? Some well, of them. but, like, uh, I don't know. They weren't the gimmies, like, where you just lob a ball across the backyard. Like, most of his things were tough. And he was one of the only people that got it, uh, the maze ball thing. You know? Like, he's surprisingly uh no i'm saying i know he's good at competitions but i thought the ones he won were more like the mental challenges maybe that too i think he, you know he's, what I'm not, saying? he's not big so that no, helps him not. in like he's the endurance like a, comps he's good at competitions but i don't know i feel like janelle and kesar would have been the first two for me to put up yeah well that probably would have been the plan but it so got you said kesar got the safety suite and brought mm-hmm. janelle nice yes, so they're safe now do you remember cody did say like when he got one-on-one with julie um she talked about you know his feelings about everybody and he even said like well most of these people 
you know, I know some of them are cool. He said, but a lot of them, you know, haven't gone out of their way to, to make friends or talk to me well, outside of this thing. Well, here's the thing. Or, Cody's from, a, like, a later season. That's true, too. Kesar and Janelle and a lot of these people, you know, Keisha. Um, they're big brother Ian, celebrities. They're, like, from the early-ish seasons. I mean, even, like, um, Ian, he's from 2012. Yeah. Like, that's not forever ago, but it's definitely closer, you know, or further away than, say, Big Brother 20 or Big Brother 18, which I'm sure Cody was in. He was in one of those kind of later seasons. So it's like, why would he have any interactions with these people? I don't think there's any repeats. There's nobody from his season on there. Mm -hmm. And then so you look at Danielle. She probably knows some of these people from being in the house with them, and also maybe from like All Stars or other appearances. Yeah. Or I wish I knew know. who he was talking about. Like that was the thing is the way he Just made he, it seem I, like it was a bunch of them. What he the way he sounded is like I don't know these motherfuckers. Right. So <laughs> um, I, now I'm going to have to win it because there's nobody that's going to protect me. Right. That's the way because it's natural to say like Keisha and Memphis. Like most people would go, oh, okay, if. Memphis won. He most likely is not going to nominate Keisha because they were on the same season together. Right. So they kind of already have. It does that give tie. a little camaraderie, I guess. Yeah, there's something this. that ties mm-hmm. you, and um, yeah, somebody to you know that you can relate with. But he didn't have anybody. I didn't take it as like he was saying a specific person, like fuck this one person. It yeah. was more like I don't know these motherfuckers. So well, which t- could be good for him though, because then he it would make. Whoever he nominates, easier because he doesn't know these people. Right. So that's the deal. Um, his thing was thwarted, and he nominates Kevin and Keisha. Mm-hmm. So the gay guy and uh, Keisha. So okay. I don't know. That's all I know right now. We'll see what happens. And they after haven't done that. the veto competition yet. Mm-mm, none of that. So that's Are what they we're looking at right now. Are they evicting somebody on Sunday? No, Thursday. Thursday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sunday will be what happened the last few days. Uh, next Wednesday we will be. We should have had the... this as two episodes then. What? This should have been. The first intro episode, just like what everybody else has seen, people watch this, watch the first one, listen to this, because you said the eviction's not until Thursday. Yeah, so we can put this out like Monday and see, then we'll know what the things are, see? No, you would put it up tomorrow. We would have recorded no, it on Friday. No, because then I'll spoil it. Because they won't find out the nomination. That's why so. I told you not to say anything about who got nominated. Jesus Christ. That's why we do it on Monday. Strangle so there's no spoilers. Uh huh. That's why I was saying, don't say who was already like Kevin and Keisha sweet and nominated in all of that. Proceeding. In a late night conversation with Christmas, the Big Brother 18 champ reiterated her concerns and began crying. This is Nicole F. Wisconsin. Nicole. The blonde Nicole. Yes. She admitted that she's very intimidated by Janelle. Yeah, she should be. She should whoop her ass. She noted the four-time competitor scares the living shit out of her. She should. <laughs> so that she was why. Yeah, she mentioned wanting to get Janelle nominated, but I guess that didn't happen. Yeah, you better watch your back, Nicole, because Janelle will be coming for your ass. Especially because she's young. See, they need to start taking out the younger people. Yeah. So then the older people can stay in the house longer because it's just different. Like I said, when like Nicole F or whatever, the blonde Nicole, what is she, 25 or something like that? No, she's older than that. Maybe 30. 30. But between a 30 and a Mm 40-year-old, and I'm pretty sure Keisha might be older than that. I know Janelle is at least 40. Yeah. Oh, I know Keisha because she said she was 40-something. Just saying, your body doesn't move the way it did when you're 25 to 30. You don't know that? Oh, I, I do know that. Janelle was doing, well, I was going to say she was doing I'm saying from my own were. personal experience. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I still might go down slides and do all kinds of fun stuff, but I, I know your body moves a lot different. She's got to stretch. Don't be such a pussy all the time. Baby, wait till you're here, and then you'll be telling me the same thing. So, um... <laughs> some of the other competitors that aren't going to make it onto the show this year and probably not ever again. Uh, there was a fellow that won early on, Dr. Will. Yes. He's a notable uh, character in the show. His partner in crime in that season was a dude named Mike Boogie. Mike Boogie's made a couple appearances. Possibly would have made an appearance in this season, but it turns out uh, just a few weeks ago, he got arrested. What did he get arrested for? Making threatening comments to Dr. Will. 
Ooh, about what? I'm not sure what it was about, but uh, I have the article here. We can kind of look into it. Were they death threats? Uh, <laughs> okay. It like, shouldn't be a police matter, in my opinion, if it wasn't a death threat. Arrested for th- sending threatening messages. They've been everywhere. Dr. Will Kirby and Mike Boogie. They did the Amazing Race together. No, they didn't, because Dr. Wilson fucked that shit. Okay. <laughs> so, they were going to do the Amazing Race together. Dr. Will said he didn't want to do the show with Boogie. Boogie got upset about that. So that's his beef with Dr. Will. So then he was like, fuck you, Dr. Will. Right. You're not going to do the goddamn Amazing Race with me during COVID. So the main reason, one message included a picture of a gun pointed at a screen, which was featuring photos of Kirby's children. Believing the message message to be a threat about his family, Dr. Will contacted the LAPD and the FBI. Messages from Boogie apparently kept coming, and he was arrested. Charged with making felonious criminal threats. Right. Felonious all over the place. Just felonious. Filed a restraining order. An investigation is in the works. And Boogie is expected to to appear in court July 2020. So I guess that happened. Already happened in the past. (laughs) Maybe COVID. His fate is already sealed. Boogie's not doing great. He was not happy about that. So I don't like Mike Boogie. He seems like kind of a prick. So Seems like a Randy. God damn. You know what, Randy, I'm talking about. No balls? Randy, no balls? <laughs> no balls. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I got I'll it. Get your, I'll get you pregnant, Randy. <laughs> oh, Randy, hit your cervix. Oh, Not to Lord be confused Jesus. with Uncle Randy. Goddamn. Well, yeah, look. The other Randy. This was a lot of fun, and obviously it won't be this long in the future. hey hey that's what she said. But yeah, man, we don't have a, a, a cute name or anything for it, but I think it would be fun, like I said, to recap and talk about the show and just kind of see. I, I think you're very insightful. I think it should be called. What? Like something with brother, like with Hulk Hogan. Like, <laughs> you know how he says brother. Brother. <laughs> brother. Huh? Anyway, we'll come up with something. Cute. I love you. Love you. We can definitely do this again, and we'll see how the rest of the show we'll goes. We'll see. Normally, we only make it to one or two shows. It can be 15 minutes as long as we go, okay, here's the fucking thing, and then this you guy did the I'm thing. Cool enough to be on her podcast. I'll let you. People Aww, enjoy hearing. I love you. Yeah. Well, uh, t- tell the people goodbye. Goodbye, people. Goodbye, people. Thanks for listening to us ramble. Yay. We'll see you next time with the uh, the Big Brother wrap-up show. I think you should sing us out to the Big Brother music. <laughs> Can you do the background? Do, 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 no, I'm, you know, no. But that was great. All right. I appreciate you. Fuck you. <laughs>